Welcome to the Fish and Coach Show. I'm Brandon Fisher. This is Coach Ratner. Coach, today we're talking about Bitcoin, gold, and sardines. Sardines. Seems like it doesn't belong. What's going no, on? No, it doesn't here? because, you know, I, I want to talk about the value of items and things. The reason why is because, for you guys that know, I was a rare coin dealer. I used to buy and sell rare United States coins. I was very involved in gold. And so people call, ask me all the time, oh, what about Bitcoin? What about Bitcoin? Well, I actually traded in rare, real coins, not not a currency that's traded over the internet. And Are you so, calling Bitcoin not real? No, no, it is. It's not a physical item. That's the thing. Where coin, that's not true because there were about, I think, 25 or 50 actually Bitcoin coins made. Whoa. That were, and one just sold for $1.7 million in auction. Wow. It's a lot yeah. more than one Bitcoin cost. Yeah, well, because they were like, it's like 50, like, but maybe 50 Bitcoin. No, 25 Bitcoins in each one. Fascinating. Anyway, so people always ask me what's my opinion of Bitcoin. I want to tell you that I have a slight negative stance to it. I'm not against it. I think it's brilliant. I think it's genius. But I'd like to see something holding up the value of whatever I invest in or what I put my money in. There's a number of reasons why we put money into something. One might be to make money. One could be a hedge against inflation. And one might be just a store of value to keep our money. Like It's like you know people take cash and they put it under their, their mattress, right? Right. And then, then, of course, you have the preppers who you know keep a lot of cash and probably a lot of gold and silver. So what's the value of Bitcoin? Its only, its only value is based on what someone else thinks it's worth. Now, I, I'm not going to tell you that it's, you know, it's worthless. I'm not going to tell you. I mean, it can go to a million, five, ten million dollars a coin. It's possible. But I like to invest my money. Why do I invest money? So I can make money. Am I hedging? Yeah, yeah. Like everything's a hedge. You know, talk about hedge of inflation. We ha- obviously, we have a lot of inflation now. Mm-hmm. Everything's a hedge. You know, you buy your car, the value of your car could go up. You buy, you know, this cup is this mug is a va- is a hedge because in two years this cup's going to cost more money, right? So by by hedge, do you mean an investment? It's no it's a, reliable- a hedge. Is, so if you put a hundred dollars into the bank and and you're earning, let's say you're earning nothing, right? And there's inflation every year of five percent. Well, your 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 hundred dollars becomes worth five percent less every single year. Interesting. Yeah, you know, we've discussed right. on a separate podcast like the government stealing money, which are not really stealing money. Well, I don't want to say that because I want to go to jail. But when when there's inflation, the government's printing money. Your money becomes worth less and less. And so people are putting money into Bitcoin to hedge themselves and also maybe to make money. So to get back to this, the idea is that I like to buy things that that either can produce income. Or, or a gro- have some sort of growth to them. For example, mm-hmm. I used to own a lot of gold and buy and sell gold. And now, I like gold, and I really believe that everyone should have some gold. Do you have any gold? I don't have any gold. I think you should have something in gold. And what does that mean? Does that mean having a, a goblet that's made out of gold? Or does no, I, I think – so the idea – the reason why I believe people should own some gold is because it's a hedge against financial collapse. That's mm-hmm. the idea. If your money becomes worthless, if – you can't access your Bitcoin if you know all foreign currency becomes worthless. You have something that has intrinsic value that's had value for thousands of years. Thousands of years. Now, when gold was trading at two, three, four, five hundred dollars an ounce, it had a, it had a good value because people, especially in India, would use it for jewelry. So there was a reason for having gold jewelry. It was used in some electronics, and there was a basal value for gold. But now the gold's seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars an ounce. It's not really needed as much for jewelry. They use more. They instead of using fourteen carat, which is you know a little bit over half gold, they use ten carat or even smaller, or they use silver. Now, the reason why you have gold broken up into small pieces, if you, God forbid, you're like in a country, you would need to bribe your way, you know, give your money to the guard. 
Most gold today is sold in one-ounce coins or one-ounce bars. Okay. And you want it broken up into smaller pieces. So these are kind of like cents. Well, they're actually like either, um, you know, one-tenth ounce pieces. Like the U.S. government, I think most governments sell one-tenth ounce coins. So 10 coins would make a one-ounce coin. And how much would that be worth? Well, one ounce would today is, I guess, about $1,750. And so each tenth ounce would be worth, you know, 175. Okay. So you have smaller currency to, to deal in. That's why everyone should have gold. But as an investment, it doesn't pay any interest. It doesn't produce anything. It is limited. It's not, it's not unlimited, but it's somewhat limited. I mean, you can find more gold. It just gets more expensive to do it the longer time goes on. Mm-hmm. But it has, it's a physical item. Like people who are preppers living in the outskirts of you know, Idaho – they're not buying Bitcoin. That's my opinion. I mean, I don't know. I doubt they're buying. They might be by this one. They, they, maybe, they've, they, maybe they've caught on or something, but like they're, bu- they're buying a lot of gold and silver. I know because a lot of guys I dealt with sold these guys a lot of gold and silver. Is that for trust reasons? Yeah, they don't trust the government. That's why they have you know, their guns and they have the storage of food and things like that. So my opinion of Bitcoin is that I think there's a lot of risk in it. I think it's, its value is only what someone else thinks of it. And I'm going to tell you, like I said, it could go to a million dollars a coin. I could be wrong, and you can sell it and make a lot of money. Now, you can make money trading it, but as a, as a long-term store of wealth, I'd much rather be in stocks. Really? Yes. So which, stocks, which are quite volatile. They are volatile, and so is Bitcoin, gold, not as so much. Mm-hmm. But the companies that I'm investing in, which we'll get to another podcast – have growth potential. They have platforms that are irreplaceable. They're growing their revenues every single year. They're growing their profits or future potential profits every single year. So you have companies like, you know, we've discussed before, like Airbnb is a growing company. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're investing in something that's growing versus it's the only value. And you you have a company with tens of thousands of employees and a business and a platform and software, whatever. And Bitcoin is just whatever someone else thinks of it. Right. So stocks, you can do some research on the company that's running the people running the show, for example. Right. So the talk is called Bitcoin, Gold, and Sardines. Yeah, what's with the sardines part well, of the podcast? Because the, the other two make sense. They're, they're right, right. And you might think it's a little strange. But the reason is the most valuable currency in the world would be something that you can survive on, like backed by something you survive on. Like, for example, if you buy uh, on the stock market, there's something called the exchange-traded fund. And there's one for gold. It's called GLD. It stands for gold. But you could not – if you buy a, a share of GLD and you get a certificate, you can't go to New York and say, I would like an ounce of gold. You can't do that because mm-hmm. they're only buying paper futures. It's all paper. It's all like, you know, ooh, it's all, you know, <laughs> it's all, it's all fluffy, you know, stuff. It, it, it's, it's all magic dust is what it is. And so people who are preppers and people who are, really want to protect themselves against – a, a financial meltdown really want to have want to have some gold, and the reason why I'm calling it sardines because if God forbid there's a financial collapse and you can't get food, no one's taking gold, and you can't use your Bitcoin. What do you want to do if you have a currency that's exchangeable? What I call the doomsday gift basket. The doomsday gift basket. Whoa. Whoa. It sounds scary, right? But what do you th- have in your doomsday so gift So my basket? doomsday – the reason why I put sardines in there is because you know, I'm, I eat pretty healthy. I eat a lot of fish. One of the most healthy foods in the world is small fish. Do you know that? Wow. It's, it's unexpected. Yeah, people say, what about tuna? Well, tuna – you know, tunas are big, large fish. And in the ocean, they, they, because they live a long time, they take a lot of the mercury 
into their bodies. Oh. There's a whole thing with, I don't know if you know this. But I didn't you, know this at all. You shouldn't so be eating too much tuna. Because so they don't live as long. They don't live as long. They don't take in all the toxins that the big fish do. Wow. And, I mean, I think they taste good, which, whatever. Um, so, the Definitely U.S. government. Great. Recently, I've discovered that they do taste good. Yeah, right. They, they really do. Mix it with some mayonnaise, put a cracker. It's delicious. It really is. Anyway, the U.S. government says that sardine cans can technically last forever. That's a long time. Canned food, if it's stored properly. That's a good doomsday. It's, it is. And you inclusion. also need that, you know, you need a bottle of water and a Glock 19 with 33 rounds. Okay. That's my. And you can say, okay, maybe a tent and a blanket, you know, but you can go crazy on this. Right. Stuff. You, you can but my, this my, but I want to. I want to produce a coin that's backed by a can of sardines, a bottle of water, and a Glock 19 with 33 rounds. That's how you survive. Wow. Right. You need a lot of sardines. Well, they're healthy. That's and yeah. and by the way, sardines are stored in olive oil usually, that's a great point. which is one of the most healthy oils in the world, and it's a liquid. So, so you, you do you drink the olive oil? I don't. Drink it. Usually, what I do is I eat the sardines and I give the oil to my dog. Oh, perfect! And my wife screams at me because I, I leave it in a bowl that I'm eating out of, and I just put the bowl on the floor. And my wife's like, "Don't give the dog our bowls. He's got a dog bowl." <laughs> of course, I wash it out. It's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so if you're going to invest in something, you have to understand what is backing what I'm buying. You know, a lot of a lot of companies that go public nowadays. You know, Warren Buffett says this. You don't know who's dressed until the tide goes out. Like, you know, once the tide goes out, once things, once a few years go by, you see who's making money, who's not making money, who's got a, a poor business plan, who's got a great business plan. And when the tide goes out, there, there are companies where, that are doing well, that are dressed. You can see that they know what they're doing. And there are companies that are like, completely naked and have no money left and go bankrupt. Right. This is based on trends and based on... Well, this is based on poor business models. Poor business models. You know, and there are plenty of companies going public today that are poor business models. Mm-hmm. And you have to – it, it I have to say it is a landmine. It, 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 investing in stocks is a landmine. You have to do your research, and, uh, and, I, and I think there's no better place to put your money. I mean, research has shown over our lifetime stocks continually outpace any other investment. And you have to stay on top of the trends. You have to stay on top of the news – you know, what you're invested in. Right. But I don't I am not against owning Bitcoin. I'm not against owning gold. In fact, I think everyone should own some gold. And tell you the truth, you can talk me into that everyone should own some Bitcoin too. Well, coach, I have a question. Yes. You know, we've got Bitcoin, we got gold, we got the value of sardines. We don't have the value of the American dollar bill. Oh, we have Where does that, that fit in? So so we discussed before that as the U.S. Uh, government keeps printing currency, they're devaluing, devaluing your money that you have. Mm-hmm. That's we have inflation. Now, people say, what's, value, what's, what's back in the U.S. dollar? Well, there is something back in the U.S. dollar. You know what that is? No, what is the it? The U.S. government, the biggest government in the world. And the idea that they can tax you and, 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 and they own lots of property, they own lots of things, and that, that, is, that has value. That, that, that's a lot of, you have a lot of backing value there with the U.S. government. So, you know, I'm not, you know, I still hold some dollars, but I really believe that people should be out of cash and into investments like stocks and a little bit of gold and a little bit of Bitcoin. Like I said, I'm not against Bitcoin, but the problem with Bitcoin is that since we've had corona, I think there's been a little bit of a craziness to people. Like, I got to have Bitcoin. It's going up. I'm missing out, and I got to have it. There's a little bit of frenzy. There's a strong fear of missing out regarding Big frenzy, and we saw this in the late 1990s with tech stocks. If you were at tech stocks in the late 1990s and you had a dot-com next to your name, you went public at like – this is back when a billion dollars 
meant a lot of money, which it doesn't today. Which I have a, we have a podcast called A Billion Dollars Isn't What It Used To Be. We've already Get put out. For that one. That's already out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and the fact that the company would go public at like $500 million and then three days it'd be $2 billion. And they had no business plan. They just had a dot com and they, this is what we're going to do. And they had wow. like almost no business plan. It was they a frenzy. It would hit the market and immediately skyrocket. And a lot of those companies are, are, are out of business nowadays. Now, some of them are not like, you know, Cisco and you have Intel and you have, you know, Amazon, obviously. Right. And they've done great. Amazon was, was really infantile at that point. Maybe not even around. Yeah, I remember they were a bookseller. They were a bookseller. Yeah, they started off from Beanie Babies, I believe was how they started. Wow. The person couldn't find Beanie Babies. And I think that's how I started. I, I, oh, maybe that's eBay. Okay. Remember eBay? eBay's still around. eBay's still around. I haven't used it. I haven't used it in years, eBay. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I have either. Yeah. So the, the idea I want to get across in this, in this podcast is understand what is backing whatever you're buying. That's all it is. Understand if you buy Bitcoin, its value is only based on what someone else says. If you're buying gold, it's the same thing. They both don't pay interest. They don't produce anything. It's a store of value. But if you're buying it as an investment to make money, I think you should be uh, a little concerned. You're better off buying stocks that are actually producing something and growing a business. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for watching this episode. There you have it. Bitcoin, gold, and sardines. Load up your closets. Build up your uh, doomsday gift boxes. That's right. Get that water, get those sardines, and that Glock ready to go. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll never need to use that and live off of sardines. Thank you for watching this episode of the Fish and Code Show. I'll see you next time. Thanks for watching the Fish and Code Show. If you like what you just watched, make sure you like, subscribe, and comment with any ideas you'd like to see on any future episodes. We'll see you next time.